Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The pandemic has widened the gap between the rich and the poor, and we see this happening everywhere in the world. But compared to other countries, Moody's Analytics says inequality in the Philippines has increased substantially. And their forecast is that the Philippines will be the last country to recover from COVID in the Asia-Pacific region. I'm Kat Ventura, and in this episode of Teka Teka, we talk about income inequality, what sectors have been falling behind, and what kind of investments should the government be making. My name is Jose Ramon Albert. Uh, many people call me Toots. I am a senior research fellow of the Philippine Institute for Development Studies, or PIDS, which is a government think tank. Before the pandemic began and the lockdown restrictions were put in place, the country's poverty rate is at 16.6% in 2018. And this was close to government's goal of a 14% poverty rate by 2022. The Family Income Expenditure Survey is conducted every three years. The next one is for 2021, and the survey has yet to begin. But even without the hard figures, experts already have a sense of the sectors deeply affected by the pandemic. Here's Jose Ramon Albert. The issue is how did, uh, did COVID really affect everyone? Well, it affected everyone, but differently. No? <laughs> Clearly differently, but the, the ones who have the brunt of it all were people in the services sector. And we actually are of services economy. No? Compared with other countries, we have uh, not just in terms of value added, but even in terms of employment, services has the biggest bulk. So that's why it's, it's really affecting us uh, considerably. And then, Think of the people working in restaurants, hotels, massage parlors, ang mga naglalako ng taho o nagbebenta ng pruta sa kalye, kahit ang mga may negosyo sa Facebook. They are all part of the service sector and the informal sectors. But the poverty situation is also different in urban areas like Metro Cebu and Metro Manila, and in rural areas like Barm and Lanao del Sur. There are many, many issues here because the poor, if you think about it, Metro Manila and the, the urban centers, which have been the hardest hit by the COVID infections. For the rural areas where maybe they may not have gotten affected too much, maybe slightly by income drops, but because now there is much more attention to address COVID in Metro Manila, so indeed, some of the health services that could have been used, expenditures for programs that could have you been, you know, build new hospitals somewhere in the, the so-called Jida areas, the geographically very far off areas. No? In a nutshell, this is a picture of the income divide worsened by the pandemic. And it is a concern not just here, but everywhere else in the world. That has been the problem now, no? because there is a lot of concern that inequality, not just in the Philippines, but in, in all countries, all of these divides have grown. Prior to COVID, we were doing well in reducing poverty and inequality. 
and we sense that those who are ahead, whether in terms of internet connections, whether in terms of actual political connections to get something, you know, these are now being further used. No? Addressing uh, income inequality is not as simple as allocating a budget to a certain sector. We also have to think about the investments that we are making and how we are spending the money that we allocate. I'm not a, a budget analyst, but my former colleagues at the IDS, Janet Cuenca, she examined the, the budget. No? And then uh, for last year, as far as I understood her paper, she suggested that while it seems that you would have thought that the biggest chunks of expenditures of government would have gone directly to the social sector, uh, the biggest beneficiary of the budgets seem to have been uh, the Department of Defense, among others. So many people would wonder, why them? You know, All of our investments, whether actual investments in terms of expenditures, government does that, private sector as well, are we spending on the right things? I think the whole point is that if, as a nation, we are really serious, our main objective should be on wealth creation. When you say wealth creation, you, that means you are enabling all persons to slowly build all of your assets. Uh, you know, because for you to have wealth, you need assets. You know, and those assets in turn should also help you build your resilience in case you have all of these crises happening here and there. We're getting there maybe in some areas, but the only thing is not spread enough. Uh, it's only a few people who are probably getting the most out of it. And the others are still really getting left behind. Again, I'm Kat Ventura, the executive producer of Teka Teka. This episode was edited by Carl Sayat. For more explainers like this, follow Teka Teka and Moa Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Maraming salamat po. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.